Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. life distracts us from this and if we don't know the goodness of the good news it's not really worth sharing right we don't feel like it's worth telling people about but if we hold on to what's true start to realize you start to remember that people need to hear it people need to know your neighbors and family and co-workers who are not indwelt by the holy god we're still stuck in sin how often do you think of your friends who aren't believers The Great Commission is a command given by God, but it is also very easy to get caught up in life and forget about it. Today, Pastor David reminds you of the urgency that is needed when sharing the gospel. It's a matter of eternal life and death. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 as he continues his message, Spiritual Wisdom. Jesus says he endured the cross for the joy set before him. He wasn't happy about the nails. Tell that he was weeping. He was Sweating blood, right? That's not, it wasn't like he, you know, put on a happy face, but endured for the joy. He rejoiced through the suffering. He teaches us, set your mind on what is true. Been coming back to this a lot lately. Of, you know, if I, if I find that I will just set aside what I think I ought to feel, set aside beating myself up for being apathetic, for not feeling grateful, if I'll push all that aside and just set my mind on the truth, that he has paid for my sin, and that he does actually love me. Thank you, God. I don't earn this. I won't try to earn this. Just thank him. Then my perspective does shift, and sometimes my emotions follow. He's not calling you to whip yourself up. Just set your mind, hold fast to what is true. Now, in addition to the generosity of the sacrifice, he didn't stay dead. He rose and he tells us that it's for our benefit that he rose because he went to the Father to send us his spirit. In Colossians 1.27, he says, To us, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the nations, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. As wonderful as the things God did among Moses and Abraham and Elijah, right, parting the Red Sea, water from the rock, miraculous things that they saw, right? Fire from heaven. Jesus said, they wished they could see what you do. That the Holy Spirit is not just with us, but inside of us. We don't have to make atonement for sin. It's already paid for. And now Jesus lives in us. 
there's so much richness here for us to still take hold of, right? It's true, but there's more for us to tap into on this. There's more for us to enjoy of his spirit living inside of us. And on top of all of that, Paul is alluding to even more here. He says the spirit makes known to us the riches that God has laid up for us, the inheritance that we still look forward to. And I love that because on the one hand, we want to be grateful for the sacrifice and grateful for the fact that God lives in us, gives us power to not be slaves to our own sin and to work with him. But I'm also glad there's more than this because it's still painful right now, right? He says right now, even our experience of his presence in us is partial. We see in part, we prophesy in part, but when Jesus returns, we will know him as we are known. We're still in the partial. We're still in the battle, in the war. But that's not going to be the truth forever. His presence in us is the hope of glory, that he is coming to actually restore the universe. Again, the promise is that soon we will be with him in the universe, remade as it was designed to be, free of every piece of brokenness, but what it's actually meant to be, not removed from in another place, later in First Corinthians, he says, it's not that we'll be unclothed, but further clothed. It's not that we're going to just sort of dissolve into the idea of spirituality. You're going to finally be human without the brokenness. Finally know Jesus completely without the constraints of your own baggage, without the constraints of time and money. And we're going to have forever to enjoy each other and him and his creation. Again, this is the good news. The kingdom of God is at hand. It is within you and it is coming. And we have to hold on to it, right? Because daily life distracts us from this. And if we don't know the goodness of the good news, it's not really worth sharing, right? We don't feel like it's worth telling people about. But if we hold on to what's true, start to realize start to remember that people need to hear it. People need to know. Your neighbors and family and coworkers who are not indwelt by the holy God, who are still stuck in sin, who do not have the confidence of his return, the confidence of his redemption, they need to know. God is faithful, but he says he sent you. You're there on purpose. Turn with me to Luke chapter 12, verse 29. Jesus says, do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink or have an anxious mind. All these things the nations of the world seek after, and your father knows that you need these things. Seek the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. Do not fear, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure. Is your father's delight, desire to give you his kingdom. So sell what you have. Give alms, provide yourselves money bags that do not grow old. Treasure in the heavens that does not fail. Where no thief approaches, where no moth destroys. Because where your treasure is, There your heart will be. Where you invest, he says, is where your heart will go. 
Now he knows we need to live daily life. You need to eat. You need to drink. Your father knows you need these things. He's not saying to live a detached existence. He makes clear through the rest of Scripture. If a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. Like, he's not detached from that. But he's saying in everything that we do, seek the kingdom with our time, with our resources, our energy. And he's been kind of impressing on me lately how much this is tied to evangelism. In another place, he says to be hastening the day of the Lord. And what he told us in Mark is, right, preach the gospel to all nations, and once the gospel has gone to everyone who hasn't heard, then he will return. Seems like there's a participation there from us again. The sooner all have heard, the sooner he returns. The sooner he can return. So we seek the return of his kingdom, partly just by telling people about him. And it is costly. It feels costly, right? You put your heart out there when you talk to people who you know about Jesus. When you go and do street evangelism, I think it feels a lot more costly when it's people you know, right? You talk to your family, your friends, your coworkers. It feels costly. It's an investment. By doing that, he says, your heart will follow. There's this sort of circular economy to it that as you ground yourself in the truth, remind yourself, hold fast to the goodness, you want to tell people. And then you tell people and God moves. He shows up and I find sometimes he'll give me the words and I'll be so surprised that he'll give me like the right thing at the right time and he'll move in more overtly supernatural ways. Other times it's just you're aware that he's with you in it. But you do that and you see God show up and then you get excited. So now you're aware of his goodness. So now you want to tell people. So then you tell people and then you get excited and it becomes this perpetuating thing but it starts with a first step. You still have to kick that thing off. You got to get it moving. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio. Thanks for joining us today for this edition. The book of 1 Corinthians is so applicable to the issues that the modern church faces today. Within this book, we find the Apostle Paul writing to a church that was full of the Holy Spirit, but also dealing with some big problems. Throughout this study, we'll be looking at the different things God teaches us about prioritizing His way and sharing His love. As you continue to study this book, look for ways to apply God's teaching in your own life and to serve your local church. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or would like to explore more of these type of messages from Main Thing Radio, visit MainThingRadio.com today. Or you can download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link on the website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions. Or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the book of 1 Corinthians. We look forward to our next edition here on Main Thing Radio.